0: Boo. Boo back. Pop culture escapism. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Hello, kiddies.
1: Your old pal here, the Joker, talking to you about Riley and Kimmy. When I'm not out trying to kill the Batman, I like to sit back with a nice Keontae and listen to Riley and Kimmy.
2: I might kill them. Oh, welcome to episode 516 with our targets on our backs. Uh, it is the Riley and Kibby Show. I am your host, Patrick Riley, and right next to me is... Kevin!
1: I got one night, Get it!
2: Just pull the ring. You never
0: know what she'll say next.
2: That's true. Never know <laughs> what she'll say next. You have no idea. It's totally... Uh, it's random, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, who knows what's going on up in that uh, that noggin of yours? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll find out on episode five hundred and sixty. We're going to be talking about pop culture. We're going to be talking about comic books. We're going to be talking about a place to uh, check out some things from the past that are really cool. And we will also be talking about if you are in Florida, how you can help a certain comic book store. The SOS is out to help them. And we'll have that all on this episode 516 of The Riley and Kimmy Show. In a recent uh, episode, maybe it was 515, 514, don't know, it's one of those, um, we were talking about a certain game, and that game just happens to be this one. Have you got trouble? Wait, don't run. This kind of trouble is lots of fun. pop o pops the dice, pops the six, and you move twice. Race your men
0: around the track and try to send the others back. That's pop trouble the game is fun for dad and mother and sis can trouble her mean old brother trouble trouble that's the name of coners pop matic game the most exciting chase game that makes trouble fun for everyone get Connor's pop matic game trouble that's the
2: name did you notice that was not one of the major uh manufacturers of games at that time period hmm you know it wasn't one of the big ones like pb mm-hmm. you notice that mm-hmm. and i would have i couldn't remember who did manufacture that game and I probably would have guessed PB or Ideal or somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised. Or huh. even Marks. I don't know if they did any board games at all. I don't know. But that's one we might uh, find in a certain location. Yeah, and we'll have uh, more information about that coming up. One of the things I'm looking for, Kimmy, I don't know if you remember this. It was made by Mattel. Wizards,
0: the world's wildest, are here. Get them alone. Get them in the new twirl and twosome set. Get them in the new wizard trick tray set. Get them. Wizards. The first, the real, the original wizard. Only from Mattel.
2: That's right. Do you remember those? Mm hmm. You do remember The Wizard. Now, I think they did try to uh, re-release it uh, as a retro piece, maybe back in the mid to late 1990s. I don't remember for sure. But uh, the original ones, you do remember those. I had some. You had The Wizards. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I am envious. I only had one Wizard. Do you remember your Wizard? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you have the Wizard accessories with the Wizard? Like, you can go in, like, this maze thing and stuff Mm -hmm.
3: like that? No, I don't remember that.
2: Okay. But you did have The Mm -hmm. Wizard. Yep. And did other kids have The Wizard? Mm
3: Mm-mm.
2: Okay, I was going to say, I was wondering if the Wizard was banned in your school.
3: I didn't see him at school.
2: Really? Well, we had the Wizard in our school. It was one of those that was not banned. On the thing that was banned in my school, we found in the uh, Let's See Carousels Collectibles location in DeLand, Florida, and that's at Mattel Electronics Auto Race Game. We've talked about that in a previous episode, and that was banned. But the mm. SSPs, they were not banned, nor was Wizard. Wizard was not banned at all. Mm-hmm. now i am looking for a wizard <laughs> if i can find me a wizard i'll be a happy kind of guy you know okay. by mattel um and we know the place where maybe there's a chance a vendor will be bringing that we'll have more information about that coming up here on the Riley and kimmy show if you gotta- Well, you can help, and that's for sure, if you are in the Florida area and you got some time, we hope you do, to help out a comic book store over in the Tampa area in Largo, Florida. Good friend of the Riley and Kimmy show, Austin Janowski, artist extraordinaire, uh, put out the SOS for Comic World, and also uh, he posted what Bleeding Cool had done on them in a little article. And Patrick Potter, according to Bleeding Cool, who owns the store Comic World, the oldest comic shop in Pinellas County, Florida, with his wife, is currently running a big sale. Now that's what he told Bleeding Cool. And there's a reason for this big sale. It's a really big reason. Quote, a few things resulted that happened in my falling behind on the store rent. I've been fighting an illegal foreclosure as a result of a mortgage fraud committed by Wells Fargo as the main reason with the landlord here raising the rent 25% rather than 9%, which we were promised she has given us until Friday, June 5th, to pay her all the back rent, which is $3,750, and indicated she expects June's rent of $750, too. We are still very short of our goal, but I estimated that if we had 150 people come by and buy five comics each with a cover price of $3.99 even offering 25% off as part of my sale, I'd have this bill covered. Hmm. So Austin has put out the SOS to artists and for anybody who loves comic books to help save Comic World in Largo. Now, Austin will be on hand. I just checked his uh, Facebook page. He will be appearing. It looks like Wednesday. He'll be appearing starting at 6 o'clock doing sketching and to help out. Also, Greg Matson will be there. He'll be there at 4 o'clock. And another celebrity, Jimmy Palmiotti, will be there. Yes, writer and inker has done so many things. One of the things that come to mind is a Punisher. He will be on hand doing autographs at three o'clock. That's at Comic World. And they have a big sale going on. I think it's 25% off of things. So you can help out a comic book shop. I know you might be going to another comic book shop and you might say, Well, you know, I'm lo- that yeah, that's great. Stay loyal to where you are, but if you can help out, and keep a, a comic book store alive. That's a good thing. We hate to see uh, a place that encourages reading. And the owner, by the way, I was checking out his stuff uh, because of Austin. You know, making him aware to the Riley and Kimmy show. I was checking out his thing, and he really is cool on the aspect. He tries to encourage reading, and for you know all ages, especially the young. And I hate to see this source go away. So please help out. We have a link to them right on our website which is RileyandKimmy.com. Right, Kimmy? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, and tell you what, I don't know if you noticed today, uh, Kimmy, or actually uh, yesterday, there was an announcement of a certain movie that's going to be rebooted. Now, it's a favorite of mine. It's a call classic. I don't even know if you saw it when it was originally out.
4: This is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop
0: Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there a pretty amazing planet we live on here and a man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe. There is a hidden world where ancient
1: evil weaves a modern mystery. What's going on here? Is this some kind of magic? The darkest magic. Ow! They call it Little China.
3: Finally, we shall bring the order out of chaos. <laughs>
0: It's where Big Trouble was waiting for Jack Burton. Who? Jack Burton. Me. Oh, Jack. Jack. Jack! They told him to go to hell. He make one move. Jack! And that's just where he's going. I was born ready.
1: Way to go, Jack.
0: Jack Burton's coming to rescue your summer. Hey, what more can a guy ask for? 20th Century Fox presents... Kurt
1: Russell in John Carpenter's... Big Trouble in Little China.
2: Well, Kimmy, did you ever see Big Trouble in Little China? um
3: recent fairly recently with you but you never saw it in the theater when it was when it was
2: originally Mm -mm. out oh i did and i fell in love with that movie when i first saw it and i think you became aware of it because in death proof quentin tarantino pays tribute to that movie Mm -hmm. because kurt russell is in death proof and the original t-shirt that he wore is in death proof Mm -hmm. in the bar scene it's hanging up by Mm -hmm. the jukebox yeah it is there Uh, I love that film. Um, If it had been made today, I think it would have been a big success. Mm -hmm. uh, Because uh, the character... Now, Kurt Russell is probably too old to play that role. Mm -hmm. um, But I think the character kind of reminds me of somebody. In a current movie, and the actor who played the character, that character I think would have been perfect. And kind of reminds me of Star-Lord. A Hmm. little bit. Okay. Can you see the actor who played Star-Lord, playing that? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I I do. But that's not who's going to be playing in the reboot.
1: Do you know who's going to be playing Mm, Jack
2: in the reboot? Well, according to Variety, following the box office success of San Andreas, Star- Dwayne Johnson is in Hmm. negotiations to star in the remake of the 1980s cult classic Big Trouble in Little China for 20th Century Fox, according to Variety. Now, the original starred Kurt Russell as Jack Burton, a trucker who gets dragged into a centuries-old mystical battle in Chinatown between warring clans. The pick was directed by John Carpenter and, while not a huge commercial success, went on to amass a cult following over the years. Now, one thing to note, I believe that was John Carpenter's last big-budget film. Mm. I think that was it. I think it was curtains, really. And in a way, I think it tarnished even Kurt Russell to a degree. Okay. From that act. I mean, there's some other things, but I think that was, you know, kind of a a turning point, Hmm. maybe a little bit. Maybe I'm wrong there. Now, besides San Andreas, which brought in more than $100 million at the global box office in its opening weekend... Johnson also returned to form as Agent Hobbs in Furious 7, which became the first film to cross the billion-dollar milestone at the worldwide box office this year. He also has a new TV show, Ballers, debuting June 21st on HBO and is currently filming Central Intelligence for New Line. He's busy. And mm-hmm. we have uh, an article about him and uh, his like worth, net worth, yearly worth. Somewhere around $54 million he's bringing in. Wow. And more. And we have that also available right on our website. And we have that detailed article about Big Trouble, Little China, and Dwayne Johnson right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. You know, I'm wondering if we'll be able to find some Big Trouble and Little China toys. Now, hmm. now they Where are, might we find well, that? Well, Kimmy, they they are reissuing some toys or not that they haven't been out before. They're just they're distributing some toys, okay, uh-huh. that are coming out. Uh, not of this new movie but of the old one and you know big bad toys has those and there's been some solicits for comic book stores and etc um that you know are about to be out or out i don't know if they're currently released or not but there are some that go back a ways and the original movie didn't have action figures right when it came out it was a number of years later but back to 2002 They were released in a very limited release, by by the way, so limited that the company that released them went away, like shortly after they released them. Hmm. Now, this is the same company, it's called Mirage Toys via N2 Toys, who were also responsible for Mad Max, The Matrix, and the Tick Live Action figures, which, by the way, I'm looking for those Tick Live Action figures. Mm -hmm. Those all came out in 2002. Now, these figures, the... uh, Big Trouble in Little China, several hundred dollars if you find them. Wow. uh, You you know, I I don't know if that's in package, out of package, or released. I just know they are something sought for. Although they, as some collectors will point out, they're not the greatest of action figures and toys. Um, They just don't, they didn't capture uh, Kurt Russell at all. Okay. You know, and it's just, it doesn't, the only one that really has uh, uh, the look is... uh, The one or has a likeness is of David Lopin uh, as an action figure. It does. It does have the evil dude, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of. It has that down, you know, Um, but that's only one really. And even it, it it can break really easy, too, Mm. as they point out. But we're looking for that. And one of the places I think we might be able to find that, Kimmy, is at the Daytona Beach comic book toy convention. Mmm, coming up. I'm yes, so excited. So am I. And let's check in with Tom, the show promoter, and find out when this big event is. Our next show is going to be Sunday, June 7th.
4: Um, we are in a new, bigger location at Emory Riddle, um, which is the ICI building um, at 601 South Clyde Moores Boulevard in Daytona Beach, Florida. And uh, we have over 100 tables of vendors, uh, about 15 different guests that are going to be there. Uh, of course Riley and Kimmy show and a costume contest um, which we will have that will start around two o'clock in the afternoon at the show Um, there'll be three hundred dollars worth of prizes given out for different winners in different categories the uh, costume contest is for all ages Um, we're fortunate enough that Kimmy's agreed to be one of our judges Um, we're also gonna have uh, Joel Wankoop who is King of the B-movies as one of our guests and he will be a judge at also. And uh along with everything that's happening at the show, between all the toys, comics, um, video games, uh there will be records, uh all kinds of collectibles for sale. Um, we're also doing a benefit raffle to help uh baby Ariel, who was born with a very rare brain disorder. Um, and she needs some help to uh get some money together so that they, uh, her family will be able to get her a vehicle to be able to transport her around. Um, so we'll have a table full of all kinds of neat stuff uh, that will be raffled off, everything from comics, toys, um, collectibles, a laptop, uh, bags, all kinds of stuff. Um, so there's a lot happening at the show, and we hope that everybody will be out there to, to join us and have fun. And uh, like I said, it's uh, June 7th, Daytona Beach Combat Convention and it's
2: running from 10 to 5. Well, Tom, thank you for a quick update about what's going on and a big thank you to you and the other show promoter. That's Jake who invited the Riley and Kimmy show there. Now, Kimmy, there's going to be some celebrities located at this big event. Some, I have a feeling I uh, have a, a zombie stench to them. Mm-hmm, yeah. Some walkers. That's right. From AMC's Walking Dead. There gonna, there's going to be
3: Chris Harrelson Stephen Vining, and Tim Proctor.
2: All at the Daytona Beach comic book toy collectible pop culture fun extravaganza event that's happening on Sunday, June 7th in Daytona Beach. The whole family will have fun at this event. We guarantee it. Be sure meet to... some zombies. Yeah, that's right. Meet some zombies. Talk about the new thing, too. That new uh, Walking Dead thing with them, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, of course, about uh, you know what the upcoming season has in store. What else is uh, happening at the show, Kimmy?
3: Well, uh, the Riley and Kimmy show will be
2: there. That's right. We have a table located real close to the, uh, I guess, the entrance area. I'm not quite sure about where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you won't miss us. So we're al- By the way, we're already packing the Batmobile for this event. You know, we're not like some individuals. I'm not going to say whom. Just, you know, some, you know, certain artists like Austin Janowski can just, you know, show up you know with pad and paper and he's ready to go you know <laughs> you know i'd be mean, because let's just face it he's gifted and you know he's there he's got his pad he's got his paper and he's like okay what do you want me to draw you know i mean he's ready to go he's ready to take commissions you know he, he's there but we need props yeah well we don't need props we just have a lot of stuff we have a lot of stuff we have a lot of stuff so we've already got the uh, the batmobile starting packets so we're organized and you won't miss us we hope you can stop on by our table and say hey to us and become part of an episode part of the podcast talk about what you see what you found you know show and tell kind of thing or what you're looking for Mm -hmm. and we'd love to meet you and that's at the daytona beach comic book convention and what are some uh, other guests or other things going on kimmy
3: well there's going to be random door prizes given away all day long Get out. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's besides the costume contest.
2: Oh, and by the way, yes, you are one of the judges, mm-hmm. right? Yes I I, yes, I I am. That's going to be cool. I will confirm that. That yeah. is so cool.
3: Um, there's going to be many um, many different guests. There's going to be DC and Marvel artist Tom Lyle, artist Jim Fern, of course, artist Austin Janowski, as you mentioned, artist Jesse Hansen, Roland Mann, who is a writer and editor, anchor Jeff Whiting um you of course you mentioned Joel Winekoop, uh, king of the B movies and some artists and all kind, you know, more, much, much, much more.
2: I think Joel is also a uh, judge with you, right? For the yes, he is. I houses.
3: believe he oh, is. Oh,
2: that's going to be fun. And by the way, uh, come hungry. That's right. Concession stand available. Food, drinks on site available. And by the way, comic book certification service will be there. That's the CBCS. They are graders. They also have a sales rep that will be there taking submissions, uh, witness book signing, and answer questions about collection. Collectible comic books. They are an official grading service. Check them out. And that will be at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. Now, Kimmy, is there anything you are looking for? Is there any, like, one item that uh, that you've thought about in, since the last time we talked? Say, hey, you know, I, I'm kind of looking for this or looking for that.
3: Nothing really in particular.
2: I'm wondering if uh, you had one of these items a long time ago. Or maybe it was something too far back let's put it that way and because you did have older relatives who were male they probably didn't pass this down okay at Mm -hmm. the time period because let's face it when we were little kids unfortunately they had boys toys and they had girls toys and Mm -hmm. generally it wasn't encouraged for a girl i mean that's just the sign of the times the way it was you know you didn't play with boys toys and boys didn't play with girls toys it's just the way it was right but i'm wondering if you had this one
1: catty oh chatty Cathy, over oh, tell famous talking down. we pull the ring and you say eleven different things let's play house please change my dress we can change your dresses now goodness knows now you've got a wardrobe full of pretty clothes for nursery school you're crisp and cool for summer there's a playtime set your collars in a coat as cute as you can get. I love you. You love your mamas, and they love you sleepy time pajamas.
0: Just pull the ring. You never know what she'll say next.
1: Tell me a story. The only story I'll love to tell is that Chatty Cathy's made by Mattel.
0: You'll find Chatty Cathy and her costume sets wherever toys are sold.
1: You can tell it's Mattel,
0: it's well.
2: Well, did you have a chatty Kathy in your toy chest?
3: No, I did not have a chatty Kathy, but I did have a talking doll.
2: Now, were you aware of the chatty Kathy? Was that so Mm-mm. far? You know, it was no. it was gone by the time uh, you know you were. No, that
3: wasn't a that wasn't a, a memory for me, no. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I was
2: kind of curious if it was, even though it, it's from, I, I, I was like, you know, I have a feeling, maybe not, but I wasn't, you know, quite certain. So you did have a talking doll. I
3: can't remember what her name was, but yeah, and her mouth moved.
2: Did she poo? No. But they did have those, didn't
3: they? Yes. They did, really? Did you ever see one? You didn't... Well, I don't know about poo, but they had
2: one that peed. Well, I... Okay, they had one that soiled itself, right? Mm-hmm. So... But you didn't have one that ever soiled no. itself. I was wondering how that worked. You know, I mean, I assume you poured liquid in it and it just, you know, mm. went right out, you know, or did it delay. Do you know? I
3: don't know. And
2: who in his right mind would give that to somebody? I don't know. Well, okay. So, well, you didn't have- That's
3: not one of the highlights of having- A, a toy? A, a baby, I don't think, is cleaning I, up the pee. Uh, well, <laughs> You know, did, I mean, did, they, did they ever have them that threw oh, please, up? please. Can I have one that I have to change its diapers? Please. please. Did, they, did they ever have them I, that, I, that threw I did, up?
2: I, I don't think so. Well, I'm just curious how, you know, I don't know. Barfing Barbie. Um, I, I, no, they weren't talking, well, did, okay, I weren't Okay, so you did have the talking one. Was yes, it, it with, I had it, a, it,
3: a talking doll. Was it with a string or? I had a string. Okay. And its lips
2: moved. All right. Hmm. Was it kind of scary? Was it one of those creepy, kind of scary kind of dolls? Yeah. I suppose. Did you hide it in a closet when you went to sleep and stuff no. like that? So, but it could be out.
3: I had a doll crib and it sat in. Okay. I it's didn't really particularly care for it that much.
2: Because it scared you. Somebody had a scare. No, it didn't,
3: it didn't scare me.
2: Okay. And then I had a tippy toes. What in the hell is that? A tippy toes, she didn't
3: talk, but yeah. she kind of like waddled or toddled. And she had a couple of, like she had a bike and... It her, moved. her little legs would m- move, really, and it would like move the the bike, but it didn't really work that well. And she had like a horse with wheels on it, and yeah. she was supposed to be able to like walk on it. Uh huh. It didn't really work that
2: great, but okay. You, so you had that with the tippy toes, uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, maybe we'll find some of those at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention Toy Show because you know some vendors might have that. Yeah, there will be doll vendors. Did you have? I'm just curious. Did you have a Mrs. Beasley from Family Affair? No, I did not. Now, did you see anybody in your school or neighborhood that had a Mrs. Beasley? Did you ever see a child? Because when we, we're about the same age mm-hmm. in school, I remember that thing in the like dime store okay and it even to me i was like that thing is creepy Mm -hmm. yeah and i thought mrs beasley was creepy on family affair you know when buffy was walking around with mrs beasley but did did you know anybody then that had um mrs beasley i can't recall
3: anybody that did no okay well you know uh, and the favorite doll i had didn't do anything at all
2: what did it do it was
3: an f&b doll
2: oh f&b's Nice. Uh,
3: her name was Bettina. Okay. I still have her.
2: That's right.
3: And my aunt made like a wardrobe of clothing for her that I still have in a little suitcase.
2: Well, she could sew. Yeah. She was a seamstress.
3: Dresses and pantsuits and nightgowns and robes and coats. and.
2: Well, you know, I'm mm-hmm. going to be uh, sewing here. I'm taking sewing classes mm-hmm. you know, coming up. Maybe I can, uh, you know, design some wardrobe for your doll. That's okay. You know, I could do cosplay stuff with a doll. Costumes.
1: What do you mm. think?
2: Yeah, okay. You think I'm crazy? All right. I am crazy, but I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. So, any other uh, doll?
3: Well, my favorite was um, my stuffed Snoopy, which I still have, which looks like he's been through to hell and back.
2: Well, he's with us. That's all that matters.
3: I have him still.
2: He is with us. And you know what? I have a feeling there might be a uh, Snoopy vendor there. Mm -hmm. Um, I know of one that goes to shows in Florida and she has Snoopy things and perhaps she will be there. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance. And that's at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention June 7th, a Sunday. And you know, Kimmy, the one thing we mentioned in a previous uh, episode I'm looking for. I, I collect Mark's items, Mark's toys, Mark's games and things like that. Love to find the Mark's Electronic Shooting Gallery
0: Grown-ups get all the breaks. Sure But now you can have your own shooting gallery With the Electro Shot Shooting Gallery By Marx Feel the firepower Squeeze off shot after shot With this electric rifle And look, press the switch And you've got a rapid fire submachine machine gun Reloads itself too And what a wild choice of targets Bag a lion, if you dare. Clang the bell, if you can. Rock the clown, but he's no pushover. The automatic scorekeeper shows you how sharp you are. Or are you? Try again, a bullseye. Pick off the revolving ducks. Watch them go down. Well, sometimes, spin the traveler. What a challenge for everyone. Eight wild clanging, spinning, bouncing, soaring targets. Get the Electro Shot Shooting Gallery
2: by Marks. Yeah, I had that, Kimmy. Wow. I can remember even opening it up. I remember the, the box. I can remember that thing vividly. I mean, it was yeah. one of those really cool gifts. Because uh, usually I got like a, you know, lure shirt, mm. you know. But it was one of those that really, you know, I'm like, wow. And mm. it did entertain me for a long time. And everything they described right there, it did work. Uh-huh. And it wasn't one of those where, you know, it, it, that thing really did work. Okay. So, Love to find one of those from Mark's. Uh, I doubt they've survived because it was an actual, you know, it was shooting like these uh, ball bearings mm-hmm. and stuff. So I, I'd be surprised if one of them is still functioning or has survived because, you know, it had this plastic case, a uh, clear case, and it was self-contained. You know, it, it the the projectile didn't go around the room or anything. It was mm-hmm. in the shooting gallery.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, It
2: didn't leave that shooting gallery at all. But that was a really cool thing. There's no way on earth I bet that could be even marketed today hmm. <laughs> it could not happen but that's what I'm looking for by Marx and of course Kimmy anything by Mego
1: the world's greatest superheroes Batman and Robin the dynamic duo Superman the man of steel Aquaman the famous undersea crime fighter Tarzan of the Apes Shazam now featured on network television Captain America, fighting injustice the world over. Spider-Man, the weird wall climber. The Super-Foes, the arch enemies of the superheroes. The Super-Gals, Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Batgirl, and Catwoman. The Green Arrow, crime fighter from the forest. Iron Man, power personified. The Falcon, that great black superhero. The Green Goblin, Spider-Man's strange enemy. The Lizard, half-man, half-beast. And that fantastic green giant superhero, the Hulk. And for 1976, the Fantastic Four, the torch, faster than the speed of light. The Thing, Ben Grimm, Man of Granite. The Fantastic and the Invisible Girl, both have the powers of invisibility. The Fantastic Four, fighting for truth and honor. Conan the Barbarian, with his Sword of Justice. Thor, using his Viking
2: power against evil doesn't even mention thor's hammer hmm. even though it comes with thor's hammer and what's interesting i wonder who wrote this stuff because they got both universes there mm-hmm. dc and marvel and i i i think dc probably didn't approve this commercial and neither did uh, marvel at the time because the uh, the only person who goes invisible in the fantastic four is uh, the invisible girl mm-hmm. not um you know reed mm-hmm. richards he doesn't go invisible and and the human torch is not faster than the speed of light if you it's yeah. that. and Ben Grimm's not made of granite. Uh, and there's, just, there's a ton of yeah, other things. It was kind of confusing. It was kind of bizarre, you know, the mm-hmm. the ad. Uh, and, you know, I just thought, wow, that's that really strange. Now, just a short while after that ad aired, okay, they decided to, you know, shorten it up and make it a little catchy to get you to get your Mego superheroes. And I guarantee, Kimmy, you will be singing this song. And our good friend, Ed, ed tucker from jacksonville a vendor who loves action jackson figures he sings the jingle better than the original i have a feeling he'll be singing this one i bet both of you will be singing it together you can
1: make them fly or jump or crash your wall
0: superhero action figures over seven inches tall
2: each sold separately
0: superman batman Incredible Hulk, you can make them do their thing, even make Spider-Man slide down a string. Lots of action for one and all, action figures over seven inches tall. These superhero action figures each sold separately. Batman, Superman, Incredible Hulk, and Spider-Man, each sold separately, by Mego.
2: Uh, yeah, you ready to sing that one? Did you like that singing jingle? Wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool, wasn't Over it?
3: Over seven inches stuff.
2: <laughs> I love that thing. Yeah, catchy. Yeah, I hope we can mm-hmm. find some uh, Amigos. You know, they made all a uh, wide range. You know, Kiss? There's Kiss Amigos. Uh huh. Yeah. Star Trek Amigos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know what? what? Uh, there there was even uh, Chips Amigos. Oh. Yes. There are so many different types of Amigos. I'm looking for Amigos. The okay. original Amigos, that is. Mm hmm. And. One good place to find those is where, Kimmy?
3: At the Daytona Beach
2: Comic Convention. That's right, June 7th. Go to our website for more information, links, and that's at RileyandKimmy.com. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. Oh, oh, oh,
0: O'Reilly. Do you need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts.